Hello, I'm Kieran Lynch and welcome to Overcast, the Chocolate Sheep Podcast. Each episode will bring less insights, advice and technical updates for the sheep industry. We're around sales in full swing across the country. We're joined in this week's episode by Kevin McDermott, Sheep Ireland Manager, to discuss how to make use of genetic information when making your purchases and decisions. Kevin highlights the benefits that genetic improvement has for flock and he discusses some of the results from lawn farm validation work. We discuss what information is available for quarter rams and sales catalogs, with Kevin highlighting the key areas and explaining some of the key terms that we need to focus on. Now, with over a thousand pedigree breeders recording in Lamb Plus, we discuss the use of the online ram search tool and how it can be a very useful asset to identify rams right across the country. We finish up this episode with Kevin discussing this year's sheep Ireland multi breed ram sale. We start off, however, with Kevin highlighting how purchasing a new ram can have a big impact on a flock over a number of years. They, they say the ram is half the flock, and that, that is really the case. Um, they, they can have a, a massive impact on the flock, both positively and negatively. Um, and that's something worth bearing in mind as well. Uh, if we go out and purchase a ram this year, especially if it's a ram for breeding replacement females, and that ram just doesn't have the genetics for fertility or, or milk or you know lamb vigor, and you know, you're keeping daughters from that ram, it could take three, four years for, for you to figure that out, uh, in which case, you know, they've got a lot of, they've had a big influence on the flock and it's going to take a long time to correct that. So, you know, genetics has, has a big part to play in in having, uh, you know, a profitable and sustainable sheep flock. Okay, and so we're going to focus on this podcast, but looking at how to use that genetic information, but you've looked at some of the validation work of this over the last number of years. Like what kind of an impact on the commercial level has using a high genetic merit animal by comparison to low genetic merit animal have on a flock performance? Yeah, so there's been we've, there's been quite a lot of work done on this now over the last recent years, and, and, there, and there's more research out this year again. And look, the, the results are all are always broadly the same, which is good. And that is, you know, consistently using five star rams will increase the productivity of the flock and, and the um, and the financial performance of the flock. And it's across a whole range of measures, and I, and I think that's something that sometimes gets um, it gets lost, or perhaps is a little bit hard to wrap the head around. So when we look at the validation comparing five star animals, which is the top twenty percent of the breed, versus one star animals, which is the bottom twenty percent of the breed, the five star animals consistently outperform the one stars um, across all those key performance traits, such as your number of lambs born, your days to slaughter, your, your milk, and so forth. Um, when we look at the profitability and difference, you know, we're seeing up to five euros of a difference uh, from consistently using your five-star RAM versus using non-recorded animals. Um, we would consider non-recorded animals to be an average of three stars breed average. Uh, so that's five euros per year per year net profit. Now, where that profit comes from, it's going to say it comes from a whole range of different areas. It comes from, you know, an extra, an extra few um an extra few lambs surviving at birth. So like, you know, lamb survival could be up to a percent better. Um, it comes from better uh, yo milking up to 40 days. You know, maybe your lamb's been half kilo, kilo heavier. Your days of slaughter, uh, you could be looking at over, uh, lambs finishing over a week earlier. Um, you're having more lambs born because the yo's are out of more fertile, fertile sires. So each of these traits, you could argue individually, the differences are, are rather small, but these are, compounding so you have more lambs surviving you have more lambs to begin with and more of them are surviving and then they're going on to perform uh better than the others as well and you compound that up uh that comes to five euros net profit per year per year um now that does that's not going to happen in year one and 
you know, that's one of the big things about breeding. This isn't breeding isn't going to be a silver bullet. You know, if you had a bad year last year, breeding isn't going to solve it and make everything great this year. This is something for a flock has to say, right? Well, I'm going to focus on improving the quality of the genetics in the flock. That's something I'm going to do over the next five, eight, ten years. And the way I'm going to do that is by consistently going out and when I'm purchasing my next stock stock ram, getting around that's uh, um, as high as possible as I can I can get on the index that's required. And look, that's a continual thing. It's ongoing every year you purchase one. You're adding something hopefully better to the flock each year. And as you indicated at the beginning, sometimes if you don't use that information correctly, it could be a negative impact on the flock. Yeah, and and so like you know we've we've I think a good example there like you know we've we've got two two indexes so we've got a replacement index and a terminal index so um and there and they serve two different purposes so if you're going out to purchase a ram this year the first question you need to ask yourself regardless I suppose stars or breed or anything else you know what what do you need the ram for uh, is this ram there to breed replacement females in the flock. Uh, and obviously there'll be some ram lambs in that that have to go to the factory or is this ram's sole purpose to breed factory lambs so if if its sole purpose is to breed factory lambs uh, you're selecting ram based on the terminal index so the terminal index largely speaking is is giving you animals that are uh, easy to lamb and fast growing good carcass characteristics whereas the replacement index has those traits but it also has your maternal traits such as giving you more number of lambs born, more daughters milk. So for example, if you're going out using a, a low index, uh, uh, an animal that's got poor indexes or poor stars for replacement, and you're keeping daughters off that animal, you know, you're probably bringing your flock in a, in a negative direction. So, you know, four or five years down the line, you may f- find that your yews uh, aren't as productive. So just let's put this in a practical context. So we're in a ram sale season. We have a busy couple of weeks ahead of us. For somebody who picks up a sales catalogue in one of the RAM sales zones, looks at that sales card, you might take us down through what are a couple of key things you need to look at on that sales card and what information is it giving us? Yeah, so look, one of the one of the big advantages now, so pretty much every uh, flock book and breeds to sale in the country now is on the Sheep Ireland database. So one of the big advantages, all the sales catalogues um, are in the same format. So regardless which sale you go to, it's, it's always, um, you're always interpreting the same information. So a couple of the key things I think to look at um, is um, the the index. So as I, as I just mentioned there, so that's one of the first things you need to ask yourself, what index are you selecting on the replacement or the terminal? Uh, the second thing then I suppose to be looking at is the, uh, is the accuracy um, of the animal's evaluation. So we, the, the, the accuracy, I suppose, reflects how much data is behind that animal's evaluation and how confident or how much confidence you can place in that animal's evaluation so like if you see an accuracy you know somewhere in the 20 30 percent range we probably don't have a whole lot of information um behind that evaluation so based on everything we know we give the animal an evaluate we give it a star rating but the more information we know about an animal and about a bloodline and how it's going to perform in the future the higher that accuracy goes so look ideally you're looking for an accuracy probably somewhere in the range of you know 55 percent plus 55 60 percent i would be saying there's another figure there that's, that's quite useful as well, and it's called the DQI, uh, and that stands for the Data Quality Index. Now, this Data Quality Index for DQI, this is a reflection of the flock, so it's not necessarily on the animal, and it reflects how well the breeder that that animal is coming from has performance recorded essentially over the last 12 months. So it ranks the flock on the quality of the data they record, uh, the, the quantity, so you know, did they record all the right information, 
um, on all the animals and the timeliness. So how quickly did that information get into the database? Again, you know, you're, you're ideally you're looking as high as possible, but I'd be saying, you know, you're trying to get, you're looking at flux somewhere in the region of 70% plus. And we've done some work on this as well. And animals with, or flocks with the higher DQIs are actually making more genetic gain. And that's some bit of a factor, I would say, in terms of because they're recording more information and the, and, and the right type of information, they're able to make better breeding decisions within their own flocks, which in turn is meaning they're able to turn out better genetics for, for their customers. There's um, more information in the flock then in terms of um, genomics and genotyping. So quite a, quite a high percentage of ram lambs will be genotyped uh, coming to the sales this year. So there's, there's over a couple of thousand uh, 2022 pedigree animals genotyped already uh, this year. So once an animal is genotyped, when I, when I say genotyped, I mean the, the, the breeder has taken a, a tissue sample from the, from the ram's ear. They sent that off to the lab for analysis. The lab sends those results to us. And we can then essentially look at the, the DNA profile of that animal and be able to much more accurately predict how that animal will perform in the future. So it's it's a relatively new technology in sheep. It's only been around for a couple of years. Um, it's well known now, I suppose, in, on the cattle side. It's been around there for, for a little bit longer. But that's a really, really... Um, uh, really, really important tool, I suppose, because you know it can bring an animal from having an accuracy of around, say, the 40% mark right up to 60s and 70s. So it's really powerful in, in terms of trying to predict how that animal is going to perform or how that animal's progeny is going to perform in the future. And you can see the animals that are genotyped because they've got a, a little symbol on the right top right-hand corner of the catalogue. looks like a little uh, DNA symbol. So when you see that, you know the animal has been genotyped. Kevin, if we go down into a little bit more detail, and you touched on some of these already, some of them sub-indexes, if a particular flock wants to improve in a certain area, they can actually look at them. So like a lamb survival, number of lambs born, daughter's milk, some of them, the information is available on that animal for those indexes as well on yeah. that sales card. Yeah, so like I suppose the idea of displaying some of these sub-traits as well, it allows flocks to, um, I suppose, to tailor the, the type of ram they need. So look, you know, I say the basic message is always, you know, go out and get a high indexed animal on the replacement terminal. But then a flock may say, for example, well, you know, um, I want to specifically target, you know, number of lambs born in my flock. I want my replacement females to be as fertile as possible. So then we would say, right, we'll go out and try and get, you know, your four and five star replacement sire, but make sure it's, you know, ranked as highly as possible on the number of lambs born index. So you're, you're tailoring the genetics that you require for your flock uh, to, to best match. Look, in terms of looking at some times it can be a bit off, but maybe all figures, visually it's quite easy though to rank them when you have that actually done on the sales card as well. So it's a nice little add-on if you're looking at saying, well, how well does this animal perform? You've shown that in the sales card. Yeah, so there's like there's like um there's bars essentially beside each of those four main traits. Um and so the further the I suppose the, the further to the right that bar is filled up. Uh, the further the right that bar goes, the higher that animal is ranked within the breed. So, for example, if we take, um, yeah, if, if we take um, days to slaughter, for example, you know, if, um, I'm looking here at a, at a Charlie at the moment, it is minus 21 days. That animal is in the top 2% of the breed. Uh, so, you know, you, you know, you're getting kind of, if when you see that bar filled all the way over to the right, you know, you're getting the best growth genetics there is available 
for that breed. The, the other point might be of interest to people as well is in terms of the actual values on the catalogue. So, you know, beside the replacement index, the terminal index, you'll see a euro value. Um, and that euro value is actually comparable across breeds. So, you know, you can compare your textile to your Charlie, your stuff to your vending. You know, if you're just going out looking for the best replacement index uh, or best terminal index, you can, which what most flocks do is they do choose breed first, but you don't have to choose breed first. You can you can just go and get the best genetics to suit you. It's a, it's a useful add-on to it. One of the points I suppose I might just, I think it's worthwhile mentioning as well, and maybe I should mention this at the very beginning, Kieran, is that, um, you know, we're the first to acknowledge that stars aren't uh, aren't be all and end all. So you know, um, people may go out there this year and they'll be going around a seal ring and they'll see an animal that's you know, five stars on the replacement index, and they may not, you know, they may not like the look of the animal, or they may think that there's something, you know, about the animal that's not right for them. That's that's fine. So the, you know, the first thing that the, the purchaser should be happy with is is the animal itself. So if an animal has you know a crooked leg or is you know something physically not right with them, all the stars in the world isn't going to make up for that. If an animal's not able to breed, you know you got to keep walking past. So this the, the stars is the tool to help you get the best genetics for your flock. They're not the be all and end all, but, but they should have they should have the stars as well. Though. Yeah, yeah, you're hundred percent correct. Has to be physically correct and fit for the purpose, Kevin. Always, we'd hope if you go to a sale, you get what you want. You're able to bring home what you need. If you're not, though, there is the option there. Like if a RAM search tool online is something that will allow you to find what you're looking for in different counties, different breeds, and there's probably a bit yeah. more information to be had with it. You might just explain how you go about using it and what you can find out on it. Yeah, so so the first thing I suppose is where to find it. So you can either get it on uh, the Sheep Ireland website, which is www.sheep.ie, uh, or you can get it on ramsearch.ie. So this is a, this is a great tool, uh, to, I suppose, especially for farmers that are potentially looking at doing maybe on-farm sales. Um, or to purchase on farm from breeders. So every performance recorded RAM uh, is, is up on the RAM search and you can filter through them uh, to, to get, I suppose, what best suits you. So you're probably going to put in something in terms of location. So you'll select your county and maybe surrounding counties. Um, you'll select the index that you're most interested in. So you might say, right, well, I'm interested in a terminal sire. I only want this RAM to breed factory lambs. So you'll select, you know, must be five stars terminal, for example. Um, and then you may you may uh, say like the catalog you may apply even more filters in terms of but I'm really interested in survival or I'm really interested in in days of slaughter, so then that will narrow your your list in a lot. Uh, and when you click into those animals, you'll get all the same information that you do in the catalog, um, but you you actually get more information on the RAM search as well. So if anyone that is familiar from the catalog from previous years, you know we we display those main. Um, four sub traits your lamb survival, days to slaughter, number of lambs born, and daughter's milk, which are the main, I suppose, the main traits largely behind the replacement and terminal index. But what some people may not know is there's actually um, 16 traits behind uh, the replacement index. So there's a lot of other traits built in there as well. So things like uh, yo barrenness or lamb vigor, uh, yo mature weight, carcass conformation, all these, um, all these types of information. So you even even if someone's looking at an animal in a catalog and they're trying to make their final decisions, you know, if if you're in a position to look that animal up on the RAM search and you'll get even more information on that animal, which might help you make the decision. And the other thing you'll get on the RAM search, you know, so you find, you know, you apply your filters and maybe you get the list of animals, it'll give you the breeder's information. So you can contact that breeder and say, look, I'm interested in RAM 
ABC, um, you know, they, they'll either probably tell you, right, you know, arrange a, a meeting some evening where you can over and view the animal, or they might say, you know, I'm bringing that animal to jump to the sale in, in Rafo next Saturday. Uh, you, you can you can get them there. So it's it's a great it's, it's a great tool there to, to find the animals. There we actually made a change last year as well, or, or not a change, but an update, uh, whereby instead of searching for animals, you can search for breeders. So, um, you know, again, you can go on there and I, I stick to my home county. So you can go on there, for example, and say, look, I'm looking for a, uh, a Suffolk breeder in, in Donegal, and it'll bring you back the list of Suffolk breeders that are performance recording. Um, and again, that just helps maybe facilitate those on-farm on farm sales as opposed to um, if, if that's what someone is interested in. And look, with over a thousand recording given, there's plenty of choice around the country. Yeah, so like uh, the performance recording is at its highest level now ever. And uh, thankfully, we've been able to say that now for, for, for a long number of years. It's going up every year. We've actually, the number of performance recorded flocks has increased by 30% in the last two years, which is fantastic. Uh, and I hope that continues to grow. Uh, and I would I would hope that it, I, I would expect that it will grow again uh, next year, which is great for which is great for everyone, breeders, farmers, industry alike, uh, because it has so many benefits. The more breeders that are involved, obviously, gives farmers a wider choice, um, and there's more there's more rams available to choose from. But on the flip side, it also means more data flowing into the database, flowing into the, the national genetic evaluations. And the more data that's in there. The better the 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 rankings will will perform, so it's it's in a really strong position at the moment. No, so it's a positive for the industry. Kevin, look, some breeds to say he's have already held some of the premier sales. A lot of them are going to take place over the next week or two. You're also having your multi breed sale again this year. You might just give us a bit of details about that. Yeah, so look, uh, Karen, this this is a sale we've 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 uh, I think we're in our twelfth year now of the sale. Um, so this this is a, a multi breed sale. So you know we've got five, six, seven different breeds at the sale. Uh, and all the animals at the sale, I suppose, they have a really, really high criteria to meet. So first of all, they have to be all performance recording flocks. Uh, and they have to, you know, and, and they, these breeders have a lot of work to do, I suppose, even just to get into the sale. And that's something I think that commercial farmers, you know, or, or buyers at the sale need to bear in mind, you know, that these breeders have done a lot of work to get here and uh, need to be rewarded for that. Um, so these flocks are all... Um, are all the animals in this sale uh, are all five stars and either their placement or the terminal index. The breeders have had the animals genotyped, which is a cost to the, cost to the breeders. Uh, so that means that the evaluations are pretty much as, as accurate as we can get them at this point in time. All the animals in the sale are verified to their sire via DNA. So there's no there'll be no issues in terms of sire errors, which again makes the evaluations uh, more robust. Um, and, and and the DQI that I mentioned earlier in terms of the ranking of the flock, all the animals or all the flocks in the sale um, must have a DQI above 70%. So, you know, the breeders coming to the sale have recorded a lot of data. They have um, they went to expense, I suppose, in terms of genotyping, all for the purpose, I suppose, of being able to, you know, give the, the farmers coming to the sale the best genetics possible um, to, to bring into their flocks. So it's the largest catalogue gram sale uh, in the country. So, you know, we'd be expecting somewhere in the region of 350 entries this year. Um, we're moving back to Tullamore this year again as well. 
Uh, so we, we, we had a hiatus to Kenny for a couple of years. We're back in Tullamore this year again. So hopefully um, we, <laughs> it was as a result of um, the, the pandemic that we had to move. So we're back to Tullamore again now. Uh, and um, hopefully we'll see some more uh, familiar faces there that we'd seen over the years. And, and hopefully it'll be a great day. The, the sale is on the, the same, same, same as always, the fourth Saturday of August, uh, which is the 27th this year. Uh, and look, it's it's you know lining up hopefully to be to be a great day. So it's good for farmers to get a, a big as big a choice of three hundred odd odd rams um, across say five five or six different breeds. So it's it's a good chance to pick up all your ram ram needs in, in the one sale. Kevin, busy couple of weeks ahead for everybody. Thanks very much for coming on. Great getting that update. No problem at all. Always great catching up here. Okay, we're going to leave the episode there at this point. As Kevin has indicated at the start, purchasing a new ram can have a big impact on a flock. Particularly if that ram is going to produce replacements, that impact is going to last for a long number of years, whether it be good or bad. So it's very important to make use of all information when you're making them purchase decisions. Whether it be taking the ram information in the sales card or looking at an online ram search tool, which I've included a link to in the description of this podcast. That's it for me for this episode. Again, find the updates on Sheep Program. Keep an eye on our Twitter page at Chaga Sheep. I'm Kieran Lynch. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to subscribe and get notified of any new episodes.